All right, it's the Keith to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees lose. They lose the Field of Dreams game 9-8 to the White Sox on a two-run walk-off home run by Tim Anderson off Zach Britton. And I knew the Yankees were going to lose this game. I didn't think they would lose it the way they did, but the second they announced that Andrew Heaney was going to start in this game, I chalked it up as a loss. You start Andrew Heaney, you're going to lose. You start him against bad teams, you lose, like you've done. So you start him against a good team, how do you think you're going to win? And he was fucking terrible. Once again, his third starter as a Yankee, all of them have been bad. He got bailed out by the offense uh, and the Mariners' defense against Seattle. But his start against the Orioles was horrible. In his second start, he gave up four runs and two innings against the Mariners before settling down. And in this start, he was just, it was painful to watch. Five innings from him, another three home runs allowed, seven earned runs. So now in three starts as a Yankee, he's at 15 innings pitched, 15 hits, 15 earned runs, 8 home runs, over 100 home runs on a 200-inning pace. That's what he's at. That's how bad he's been. He's fucking terrible. And I don't know how anyone could take the Yankees seriously when they talk about contending and the playoffs when you're starting Andrew Heaney as part of your rotation. Right now, Andrew Heaney's in the rotation. One of the spots is a bullpen day. The other one's Nestor Cortez. So (laughs) how does anybody feel good about where this team's at? And then the other two are Jameson Tyone, who's been great in the second half, and Luis Heal, who's only on this team out of desperation, even though he probably should have been on the team all along. And to see Garrett Cole on the broadcast for an inning talking when he is with the team but not pitching. And I get that he's had the layoff. They want to do a bullpen session before he comes back. Fuck that. Garrett Cole throwing with his left arm would be better than Andrew Heaney throwing with his left arm, and he's a lefty. So just pitch him. They need Cole back. They need Jordan Montgomery back. And I hope the plan is for the two of them to pitch the doubleheader this coming week against Boston because they need to win these games. In their last 17 games, they're 12-5, and and they've only made up a half a game in the wildcard standings. Oakland keeps winning. They were one game back in the lost column of Oakland. Now they're four. And Boston's come crashing back down. They're only one game behind them. Could have been tied if they had held on on Thursday night, but they're still one game back. And Tampa never loses. The division is, they're just, they're not, they're not doing their part. The Yankees are doing their part. They're winning, but they're not getting the help from the Rays and they might never get it because that's how hot the Rays are right now. But this game, I knew they would lose it. When you start Andrew Heaney against a good team, you're going to lose. And he did everything he could to make sure that would happen. First inning gives up a home run on an 0-2 pitch to Jose Abreu, the worst 0-2 pitch you might ever see. Then in the third inning, the Yankees score on a three-run Aaron Judge home run. I don't know the last time he hit a three-run home run. Feels like forever. So they have a three-run lead. They have a 3-1 lead. But then in the bottom of the third, Heaney gives up a four spot. Like nothing. Just gives up another four runs. And the Yankees were down 5-3 to three after the third. They're down 7-3 to three after the fourth. And that's what I thought would happen. I thought the White Sox might keep tacking on. I just, the game was over. You felt it was over. I was mentally out of it. I was emotionally out of it. I wasn't invested in it anymore. By the time the seventh inning came around and the Yankees were losing seven to four and you knew that Kopech would be coming in. You knew that Kimbrell would be coming in. You knew that Hendricks would be coming in. And with this Yankees lineup and the bottom of this order, the bottom half being as bad as it is, you knew there was no chance. So I was just, that's a loss. I expected a loss. But then in the ninth inning, trailing 7-4, Tyler Wade singles on the first pitch he sees from Hendricks. 
DJ LeMahieu strikes out a fastball at his eyes. I don't know the fuck what he was doing. Brett Gardner strikes out. So Wade's on first with two outs. Then Aaron Judge hits his second home run of the game, a two-run shot. And now it's 7-6. And you're thinking, okay, maybe Joey Gallo can run into one finally. Can't just be that wall-scraping shot at Yankee Stadium. That can't be all they get out of this guy from the trade deadline. And he works a walk. So now the tying runs on base for John Carlos Stanton. And John Carlos Stanton, the pure guest hitter that he is, guessed right, first pitch, got the breaking ball, and hammered it for a two-run home run to give the Yankees an 8-7 lead. And then Luke Voigt comes up, and you knew he saw Judge go deep, he saw Stanton go deep, he's like, there's no fucking way, I'm not going deep, and just was swinging wildly at every pitch trying to hit him to the moon, and he eventually struck out in an 8-pitch at bat where he could have easily walked. But then in the bottom of the ninth, Zach Britton comes in, and Zach Britton was given the opportunity to close this game out because of his name. If his name were anything else with what he's done this season, he's not probably on the roster, but he's certainly not pitching the ninth inning trying to protect a one-run lead against the White Sox. But Aaron Boone goes to him, even though he wasn't the best option, and he gets a quick out right away, a one-pitch ground out. Then he walks the number nine hitter on seven pitches, and Britain in the walks, it's just out of control. He does this all the time where he looks good and he gets a quick out or out, quick out or two, and then you're thinking, okay, this is the Zach Britton of old. And then he unravels, and it just happens so quickly, and it happened quickly here because after the walk, the next pitch, Anderson crushes that to right field, and it's gone, and the White Sox walk off. And I was out of this game from the seventh inning until uh, – Judge's home run in the ninth. I was out. I was like, they lost. I'm just keeping it on because, I don't know. It's the Field of Dreams game. You're not going to see a, another game, I guess, till next year now in this cornfield in Iowa, so you might as well keep it on. And then to have the Yankees do that and to get you your hopes up thinking, holy shit, they're going to win this game. This would be the best win of the season. Best comeback win of the season right here. Now they have a win against the White Sox. They needed to win this series. Now all they have to do is win one of the two on Saturday and Sunday, and they've won the series. They've done what they've needed to do. But typical Yankees fashion, they just crush every dream you have of a win. They don't lose like normal teams lose. Normal team would have just lost the game 7-4 or let the White Sox keep tacking on when it made it a laugher. The Yankees have to do everything they can against an elite closer in Hendricks. Judge finally comes through with a big home run. Stanton finally comes through with a big home run. And they still let you down. Because the big name bullpen can't get it done again. And this time it's Britain. And it's been him a lot of times. But the other members of the bullpen who pitch, Wandy Peralta, Joely Rodriguez, it just goes to show you that could have been a bullpen game. They played at night. They had played the previous afternoon. So they had like, what is that? 30 hours between first pitch of both games, and then an off day Friday. They got three from Peralta and Rodriguez. They could have used Britain at another point. They could have used Luizaga and Green, throw ridings in there. They could have pieced this together. And had they done so, they would have won. The offense wasn't the problem on Thursday night. They scored eight runs. They got to Lance Lynn for four runs. They got to Liam Hendricks for four runs. The bullpen as a whole would not have given up nine runs. No chance. Because nobody in that bullpen is as bad as Andrew Heaney. And collectively, they're really good. Andrew Heaney cannot start again. That should be it for his Yankees career. Should have been it the second he gave up that fourth home run in Baltimore. But they gave him another start. He still didn't pitch well, but got praise for 
giving them length, even though he gave him four runs in six innings, which isn't good. Got him another start. Got him this start. MLB's regular season major event, their showcase, got that start and was fucking awful. And he cannot see the ball again for the Yankees. It's bad enough they gave it to him with 48 games left when they don't hold the playoff spot. Now there's 47 games left. They didn't make up any ground on Thursday. They lost ground to the A's. Thankfully, the Red Sox lost. Thankfully, the Blue Jays lost. But the Rays won. The A's won. That avenue. They, they're only going to have one path pretty soon. The path to the division is, is closing rapidly with the Rays being so hot. The A's are hot. Four-game loss column deficit there now. And they just need the Red Sox to keep tanking because that might be their only path in. Second wild card, go on the road, play Oakland, a place where the Yankees are horrible historically, especially these Yankees. These Yankees, since 2017, have been destroyed in Oakland. A lot of the same names. So now the Yankees have their work cut out for them. Have to go to Chicago this weekend and win too. It'll be easy for them to get swept. It'll be hard for them to win the two games. It's most least likely thing to happen is they win both games. Then they win one game. And the easiest thing to happen is I'm getting swept because the White Sox are healthier. The, the Yankees go into every game with a 7-8-9. That's just, it's almost unplayable. And their rotations in shambles. <laughs> they just need to survive this weekend. They really do. And then take care of business at home against the Red Sox next week. Nobody, no one wants to hear Aaron Boone talk about how great the event was and how much fun he had. Nobody had fun. The event, the stadium, everything, that's all for the fans. Your job there is to win the game, which you didn't do. Your job is to put your players in the best possible position to succeed, which you didn't do because you let Haiti start. You let him finish that third inning, give up another four. You let him go back for the fourth, give up another two. Somehow you fucking let him go out for the fifth. You put Britain in because of his name. A horrible job by Boone. Horrible. But not surprising. He's a bad manager. That's what they do. They do bad, big, bad decisions. He's not going to suddenly figure this out. All they did all game was talk about he's a baseball lifer. Everyone, his family's part of the major leagues. What was he doing all those years when he was growing up as dad as a manager? When he was playing, was he paying any fucking attention to how teams run? It doesn't seem like it. So the Yankees have their work cut out for him big time, big time. And and I expect them to lose one game this weekend. And when they said it was Heaney, so I say, okay, they're going to lose Thursday. But then the math says, okay, now they have to win Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. But they have to do it. They have to do it. So that'll do it for today. Yankees-White Sox again on Saturday, again on Sunday. The podcast will be back on Monday morning to talk about the series. That'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. Talk to you on Monday.